Today's show brought to you by Deep Eddie Vodka, located in Austin, Texas. Steve, what's your favorite Deep Eddie drink, bro? Man, I'd have to go with a sweet tea and lemon flavor. Mm. Combine those two together, the little Topo Chico. You mix those ice. together? Yeah, man. That's what real men do. Because oh. I man up. Oh, you're manning <laughs> up today. Hey, so uh, there's a process that it makes a big difference with Deep Eddie. What is it? Man, it's 10 times the still. Wow. Can you imagine that? 10 times that's still? That's a lot of distilling, bro. That's a lot of purity going on <laughs> right there. And I think that's probably what makes it gluten-free. I'm not sure, but, man, it's, it's gluten-free. It's made here in hey, Texas. It's free of a lot of If you're distilling it 10 times, right. it's free of a lot of stuff. I'm surprised it's still vodka at I'm that point. I'm surprised there's still alcohol in there. <laughs> but, man, this stuff is good. But that's probably why it's so smooth. It is. Right? You just put it on ice, man. Or even if you just put it in the freezer, take it out. Yeah. Like, that's it. You can just drink it like Kool-Aid. Boom. Boom. Done. All right. So drink, they drink responsibly. Thank you, D-Betty. D-BettyVodka.com. Boom. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Something new. We have to keep that. Welcome, something new. It's something new show. This is Common Steve. This is Hector Garcia. Thanks for tuning in. At Common Steve on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere. LinkedIn, everywhere. Everywhere. TVH, Musically, Anchor, <laughs> uh, Instagram TV. <laughs> hey, we, our next commercial we do should be for LinkedIn. I like it. What's that, What's your favorite line to promote LinkedIn? LinkedIn. We've just added video. Watch out, Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. If you're tuning in, this is a something new show. Podcast. Podcast edition. Podcast edition. Yeah, podcast. Oh, oh, what's going dang, on over here? starting a podcast? Whoa, we just did a deep Betty vodka commercial. I wonder what's <laughs> going on in this office. <laughs> so we're here at the Something New Studios, and we are talking about Man, men. Uh, Man up. Dang. Hey, that was good. I know. That was, that was tight. I play, dude. I'm wow, a producer. I'm a dude. music producer, bro. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, episode two of a um, series that we're calling Man Up. So, me and Steve have had a lot of talking behind the scenes. A lot. Just gathering our thoughts on, on where we want to go with this. Because there's so much to talk about. So, when I set the stage in episode one... Um, it was kind of loose, and, and I was kind of just sharing my basic thoughts on on just uh, men needing to be encouraged to be men, because right. I, I feel like we really need that right now. Okay. Um, you know, I had touched on the Me Too movement, for example, and how it has caused women to come together. Mm-hmm. Not a great reason to come together because of <laughs> of men being assholes and right. the, the abuse and being chauvinist, all that other stuff. Yep. But nonetheless, it's caused them to come together. Yeah. And it's caused an awesome movement for women. Right. And um, as one uh, person who follows us on uh, Anchor, she said that, you know, it, the way she put it is like, you know, us girl bosses had to come together and we, you know, have stepped up. And so I kind of feel, and, you know, you're, we were talking about this earlier, I, yeah. I kind of feel like that's missing for men. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it as you just put it right now, it, the thought just came to my mind. This should have brought men together, as you say, to man up. Oh, you're right. And hold each other accountable. 
Yeah. Right. I told, I never thought of that. Yeah. It should have caused us to be, well, but we're going to, we're, gonna, we're starting it right now with this podcast. Guys, <laughs> he just stopped and pointed to me in a man up way. Uh, <laughs> no, it's because I'm having like aha moments. Yeah. Right now. Like, boom, this is it. This is it, guys. Like right we're here. doing what you just said should have been done a long time ago. Right. Which is what? To bind together. Wait. To come together. Mm-hmm. Hold each other accountable. Right. And encourage each other by being there for each other to be better men. Yes. Right. Man, I never thought of that, bro. For real. Yeah. So it's, and, and that's what the, the ladies did, the women, the girls, whatever you want to call them. The, the women boss ladies is, is uh, what was her name? Uh, I'm going to look her up okay. so we can give her a shout out. Uh, you know, they, they were tired of it. And so they did something about it. Right. And we should have as well. Because yep. at the end of the day, that could have been our mom, our aunt, our sister, mm-hmm. our cousin. Yeah. I mean, hey, just our friend. <laughs> I mean, that should impact us in a way that we should say enough is enough. Right. Like we, we as you just, I don't know, labeled this podcast, man up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. And um, so... So, yeah, the reasoning and I'm and right now I'm just kind of looking up you great for your family. You know, just just keep that in mind is that being a better man doesn't necessarily always translate to religious experience. You could already be religious and not be so great. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's the in truth, fact, right? I saw some really bad people when I used to go to church. Oh, <laughs> hey, what kind of church is this? <laughs> no, like let me, let me write down this address. Know, the, uh, going to church doesn't make you like this holier person than everybody else. Right. It just means you your clock resets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every Sunday, right. you need to you give it another go the whole yeah. seven days. Or like our my nephew Joel says, he's like, oh yeah, you go to church on Sundays so that you can ask forgiveness, so you can sin the rest of the week, and then go back. And do it all over again on Sunday. Damn. He's, yeah, he's messed up. He's messed up. He's, he needs help. Talk about manning uh, up. Joel, I really hope you're listening <laughs> to this podcast right now. So, so one of the things that we talked about on the air, off the air was, well, what do we do? I mean, we're just telling guys to man up. What does that really translate to? Like, how do they go about it without going to some kind of kumbaya camp? <laughs> <laughs> Right, like what, like what are some of the steps? Right. So if you're a man, you're listening to this right now, it's like, all right, I get it. What right. do I do, Hector and Steve? Right. <laughs> Old wise ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, number one, um, look for someone in your close circle. Right. And, and say, hey, man, I need to make myself accountable to someone. Right. Like, or just, hey, you want to go grab a beer, dude? Right. You know, or are you in a Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, well, you asking me? Yes, I really, really do. I don't care if it's eight o'clock in the morning. Right, I know. <laughs> and uh, and then just start there. Find people, find mentors, or find someone who you could even be a mentor to. Right. It's uh, gonna take you stepping out and saying, "Look, man, I'm just trying to grow. I'm trying to figure some stuff out." Mm-hmm. I heard this awesome podcast the other day by Common Steve and Hector <laughs> Garcia. And uh, in a roundabout way, they, they make very, very good points. 
and that uh, we should encourage encourage each other. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to encourage you. Would you be, you know, into this accountable thing to where, you know, I encourage you in your career. We figure things out, how to move you forward. I mean, down to just simple things like, hey, man, how can I be a better boyfriend? Wait, to, like, the, to the man that they're having the beer with? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I know what you're saying. But, but see, what just happened right now is the main issue, <laughs> right? Yeah, once, yeah. once you start talking to someone else like that, mm-hmm. men are like, dude, that sounds so good. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. But that, I mean, because it shows vulnerability, but it's so contradicting because you're like, man up, but you're making yourself vulnerable. Exactly. Right? And, and that whole, so we had to paint a picture. I painted it earlier. It's like, you get 10 men in, at a house party. Whoa, or, whoa, or, easy. <laughs> no, hold on. See, it just happened again. <laughs> see, it just yeah, happened see. again. You get 10 men hanging out. They're going to barbecue, right? And then once you're like, all right, guys, we're going to sit down. Let's talk. Let's, uh, let's do some accountability here. We're just going to share. You know, right. women can do this stuff all the time, and they do great at it. They do. And they'll sit on the couch and be, they can hug on each other. And it's just, that's, it's just part of being a woman. Right. Of course, we're not going to be hanging out like that, but, but just going that, taking that step to be like, man, Steve, I really need to talk to someone like my, I'm not, we're not doing good at home in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And can I just share some stuff? I need to just get some stuff off my chest. I need some advice. Right. Just going that far like you said, it's it you become vulnerable vulnerable now. Yep. And um, you do it with five or more other guys, and then it becomes even more. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> uh, cheesy. Let's go with cheesy. It just right. we, it could be weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's all of a sudden you never see Jim anymore. Yeah. Right. He stops hanging out. He doesn't pick up your phone call anymore. It's like, oh, dude, they're going to do this religious thing yeah. at Jim's house. I was like, I don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and, at John's and, house. And maybe, <laughs> maybe we're painting a very weird picture. I mean, because it really can just be as simple as just hanging out with the guys, having a barbecue and drinking some beers. Right. That's the setting. You know what? And you, the re- you, and the re- I think the reality of this thing, mm-hmm. now that I'm actually thinking this through. Yeah. We're I'm, thinking out loud right here, guys. I'm glad that we're doing this on the air, thinking yeah, this yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the re- I think the fact is, if they're good friends and you can be vulnerable with them, you don't even have to go through the speech. Yeah. yeah. You, but you don't have to, hey, let's sit down, guys. We're going to. Right. You just, it just, you just start talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what ladies do. They don't sit there and say, hey, I was wondering if. No, they just like. So the other day, the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just go straight into the it. Yeah, the right. yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, because they have that trust or, I mean, they don't open freely talking. I mean, they don't talk freely to every lady that they know, you know? Right. And uh, so, yeah, they're good friends and you know that you can uh, depend on them or it doesn't even have to be a friend, just an uncle that, you know, it's always had a good year for you. Mm-hmm. True. Just start talking. Right. So, you yeah. If it, so then we just need to learn to just be more open mm-hmm. open ourselves up a little bit more not be so closed off right encourage one another yep you know so i used this example earlier um and it's a movie that you hate because it has nicholas cage in it i don't watch <laughs> any <laughs> movies none 
You don't like zero. it. You don't like him, do you? Look, all you have what to do. What did he do to you? Look, you just watch one movie in Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. Just one. And you've watched them all. You've watched them all. <laughs> same voice, same facial expression. That's all actors. Same though. yelling. No, bro. Shia LaBeouf. You watch a Shia LaBeouf movie, no. he's the same wired wait, wait. ADD character in Who's every Shia movie. Shia LaBeouf? He was on Transformers. Um, he's the wired guy. He's always <clears throat> like, he's on ADD. Like, he needs medication. Nah, man, I'm thinking no. more like Tom Hanks. You think Tom Hanks is like the same character in every no, movie? No, he acts different. <laughs> that's, that's a true actor. Jim Carrey. I mean, yeah. you know, the, there's but real actors like out there. Method acting, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, Nicolas Cage. All right, back to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so, there's a movie. It's called The Family Man. Yeah, it's a very and this is a very good movie let me look it up yeah look it up so in the movie for those who haven't watched it and if you haven't like go find it usually it's free on netflix now like it's, it's it came two, out it came out in 2000 it's a two yeah you're right on it it's a yeah. 2000 movie right. pg-13 it's two hours and five minutes long it's a comedy drama Dang. fantasy and it actually came out december 22nd for christmas because because uh, it, it's a christmas themed movie okay yeah and uh, it's got a 6.7 out of 10. Because mm-hmm. it's so good, bro. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. You guys want to hear what it's about? Yeah. A fast lane investment broker offered the opportunity to see how the other half lives. Wakes up to find that his sports car and girlfriend have become a minivan and wife. Mm. That's you, bro. Is it a Ford Flex or a minivan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mine's a hybrid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, no, man, that was the quick snapshot. The, oh, the that other was thing it? is too long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down. All right. So yeah, he basically, uh, I don't know, father. T- there's a character, and it basically takes him into the glimpse of what his life could have been if he would have stayed with his uh, college sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So you know, so in that other life, he has a family, minivan. You know, he lives in suburbia. He's not. Right. Fast tracking it and Wall Street, living in New York, Ferrari, all that stuff. So there's a scene where they're at the bowling alley. And in this alternative life, there's a woman who has the hots for him and has been wanting to jump his bones forever since mm-hmm. he's been married. Right. So the Nicolas Cage that Nicolas Cage is the only one that knows that he's in this alternative life. Everyone else, they just, he, you know what I'm saying? I'm listening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, uh, listening, yeah, but so, I'm I'm reading right. a quote here. So he's in the bowling alley, and he runs into that gr- that lady, and then basically he's like, "Is there something going on here?" She's like, "Well, there could be blah blah." And then, yeah. So then he goes back to his friend. He's I like, love the acting you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> he goes back to his friend. He's like, "Uh, I'm gonna need to get know her, get her address, because mm. you know he don't really know where mm-hmm, she lives." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he, and his friend has to set him straight. That's right. And he's like, what? What are you? Like, you're really thinking of doing this? You're going to mess up what you have over here at home? You've got a beautiful wife. You have great kids. You, you know? And he right. sets him straight. Like, and that's what we need sometimes in our lives. We need a good friend, another man. Yeah. Someone who's solid, grounded to stop us and shake us. And like, whoa, bro. Like, Right. So do you... Do you think, um, I mean, so let's go back to religion. In religion, this is very, very, uh, it's just normal. This was like 
you know. This is normal talk. Like finding Jesus 101, be accountable <laughs> to someone, right? Right. So is it normal in, out in the real world to be accountable to people? And if not, like what, why isn't it? Man, I don't know. I think we're afraid. I think in the church it's expected and so, and everyone's trying to be the most holy person that they can be. Right. So it's almost expected like, hey man, you know, how's marriage? You know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. Um, Do you think it's also, in, in, the real, in, in, in the church it works because, one, people like to be nosy, so it's like, hey man, <laughs> how's your marriage? Right. Is it worse than mine? Because I want to make it to Jesus. Right. Two, it's their scapegoat. Well, Walter didn't tell me not to do it. <laughs> he was yeah. with me. He dropped me off. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just. Uh, you know what it is? I know what it is. I just figured it out. Boom. It's because we're not constantly hearing that this is what we should be doing. Right. When you're part of like a church community or any kind of like community, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. being preached to you to right. to be like this, right, right. So when you're not yeah. hearing that all the time, like be accountable, be accountable, mm-hmm. uh, have a mentor, all that, right. We we don't realize we need them till it's too late sometimes, right. Or right. we're in the middle of like our shit, yeah. And it's like, man, who do I talk to? Like, yeah. who do I go to? And then because there's no one to talk to, then you fall off the edge and yeah. Yeah, no, I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, don't cry, bro. You're about to cry. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it just felt like a religious experience right now. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think that's what it is. And so th- here we are reminding every man who's listening. Right. right. To th- man up. Man up. Man up. What does man up really mean? I mean, be a better man in your relationship. I think it's being just conscious, like, okay, just, I mean, it could, Honestly, in, in essence, it's like be a better person. So, right. like, even if yeah. you're, you're a woman and you're listening to this, it's like, right. um, like if there was a couple in front of me, and I've I've had to be in these positions before of like being a mediator for mm-hmm. friends and stuff. It's right. like my was, advice all the time is. <laughs> was there any cargo pants involved? Yeah, there was a lot of cargo pants. <laughs> my advice all the time is like, hey, John. Um, Put your wife first. Like, if you live your life putting her in, before you, right. and Jane, you live your life putting John before you, right. it, it, you don't leave a lot of room for selfishness in there because mm-hmm. you're always wanting to serve the other person. Right. And so if we live like that, and we're not always thinking about ourselves because we're definitely living in a society now that definitely loves to worship themselves. Mm-hmm. Selfies, just everything. It's all about us. Right. Um, but if we were to just all live our lives putting the other putting other people before us, right. I don't think it leaves us a whole lot of room for selfishness. Or, and then that in itself will make us better people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, hmm. so there you go, Boom. guys. <laughs> man up. So let's let's talk about leadership. All right. And the man being just a leader. Right. What is that? But isn't that the sad part, though? What's that? You said the Me Too movement encouraged women to unite together. Well, now you said. I mean, that is what happened. Right. (laughs) And yet no leader, no man was strong enough to be a leader and say, men, 
this is enough of what, look how far we've come to where we, there was a movement mm -hmm. against us not holding each other accountable. I think and we're I'm, not doing anything about it. Well, you know what? I, I really do believe that any person who would have stood up in that role, like a famous person, right. some kind of celebrity who was going to rally up all the men to, and deliver that kind of message, right. um, they would have been, um, what's the word? They would have been destroyed by the movement. By the women? Yeah. Like I don't think the timing has been right yet. They would have been uh, persecuted, like, like, ah, this is too little, too late, or you know, right. And, and I, th but I you think stay I'll the course, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. As a man, as a leader, you mm -hmm. would have manned up and stayed the course. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, it's too late. But you know what? Yeah, too late. At least it won't happen again. Yeah, like let us make let us. Some of us like, wanna, want us. We're not trying to justify. We're not trying to say. <clears throat> we're just trying to fix the issue going forward. Yes. And right. so this is a call to everyone listening. Like, let's do that. Right. Let's uh, be that voice. Yeah. Let's stand up. And, and it, 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 it could be in smaller and, or larger forms. I don't know what that looks like. I don't, I don't know either. Yeah. But this is our, um, our first little, step. Yeah. And saying, hey, guys, let's, uh, you know, and, if, and any women that are listening right now, I would say this. I'm sorry that there's men out there that have done things that that hurt, you know, other women. Right. And we've all made our mistakes, I'm sure. Not me. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course we're not perfect, but you know, yeah. I mean it's it's any level any offense to any woman is still an offense. Yeah. No matter how big or small. Right. Right. And that's what the whole man up thing is about, mm -hmm. is that there shouldn't be none. There should be to the point where a lot of this common sense bullshit is. Right. It's just done away with. Like there's just common courtesy stuff that we could be living by. Like, for example, like men, don't be douchebags. Like, don't be posting bullshit on your your social media that's degrading to women and you, just stuff like that. Right. Right. Well, every, open a door every once in a while for a woman. Like, be conscious of that. Like, yeah. So when, when my firstborn was born, was, uh, well, firstborn was born, <laughs> <laughs> which is a girl, like you guys know, I have, uh, I have two, two daughters, but when the first one, uh, Maddie came, like if I would meet anyone that had a son or, you know, it had two or multiple or whatever, I was very bold in saying, Hey, Oh, nice to meet you. And whatever, meet the kid or whatever. And then I would look at the parents like, you're not raising a dipshit, are you? <laughs> are you raising a good man for my daughter? Yeah. I would be as bold as just to tell them to their face. Wow. Yeah. Like, but, does he know how to open a door for her? Yeah, just basic stuff, yeah. right? Right. But you know what? We're not teaching our kids that anymore. Right. Um, I see it all the time. I see young men being in, having that opportunity to just show respect to a young or older woman and stop yeah. and, and let them go through the door first. Like, I don't know where I got it from. Cause my dad never said, I don't even remember. Me either. I mean, he died when I was 10, but I don't remember any in training where he's like, all right, mijo, yeah. when oh, women no. come, you're going to do this. I just saw it. Right. I grew, 
you and I grew up in an era where we saw a lot of that. Like there was right. still a lot of sh chivalry wasn't dead yet. And well, for me, I, 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 I mean, I wrote a blog about it. Mm -hmm. TV raised me. Oh yeah, I remember that. I got all my morals from TV. <laughs> from Tom and Jerry. I mean, that's when chips. TV was actually good, like Belvedere and you uh, know, uh, Charles and George. Strokes. Who's the boss? Dang. Who's the boss? I mean, come on, he was yeah. the maid and. You know, he did and a he, lot of, he was a man. And he was, he a, was, good, he still, was a father figure in the house. Even, yeah, he mm -hmm. was still the leader of the house, right. even though he was the mate. Right. They looked up to him. Right. Wow. So, I mean, a lot of people say TV is bad, but for me, mm -hmm. it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it all depends what you want. Right. What, what, what you watch and what you want to retain mm -hmm. and what you just filter out. Just be, yeah. Jack Tripper raised me. Three's coming. Yeah, three. yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's why you have Joel living that's with you. That's why I'm all messed up. Yeah, that's why my nephew's living at the and house. Mr. Furley's living with you. <laughs> uh, Mr. Furley, dude, he was messed up, dude. Um, so that was one of the things that we, we brought up earlier was, I think, not to make any excuses. Mm -hmm. This is not what we're doing. Right. But I think the fact that it was this this uneducated cycle of manhood that was never translated to young males that brought us to where we are, which is the Me Too movement. You know, you just admitted no one really guided you and taught you how to be a better man, and mm -hmm. neither did I. So now we just evolved and went through all of us. Yeah. And so we got to the point where we're, if we even brought up any question on how to be a better man, we almost felt like, yeah. I'm not a man. I should already know this and figure this out. How can I ask for help? How can I be accountable to anybody? Right. And you see everyone else doing what they're doing. And since nobody stands up, nobody like the movie, whatever, the family, family man, whatever, the best movie in the world. Yeah. When, when the guy called him out and said, Hey, you got a good life. What are you doing in the real world? That doesn't really happen because what's the first thing we say? Well, that's his family. Yeah, or we live That's in a culture him. where it's like, like, damn, yeah, bro, do it, go. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's an un mm -hmm. uneducated, unaccountable, I don't know, I don't want to say society, but just. Well, yeah. No, you make a good point. It, that. Uh, so should we start a class? How to be a better man? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it right now. Chivalry is not dead. And I think that, yeah, there's a, yeah, like, does there need to be workshops on how to be a, more chivalrous yeah do we need to teach this in schools right i mean it's sad but that but maybe it's not but you so now i'm thinking this through and it's almost like devil advocate mm. i think a lot of i think we make excuses on the way we act like we always do to justify things and i do hear this quite often from people like nah, i don't open doors anymore they want to be equal. <laughs> Maybe they should open a door for me. Right. Right. Uh -huh. But the fact of the matter is those are just morals and chivalry and things that you should just naturally want to do. I mean, that's almost like it's it's about being a gentleman. Right. Whatever yeah. happened to being a gentleman? Yeah. Like, how is that bad? And it, it, it goes all the way into our relationships. Like I it took me going through like a 12 year marriage and a divorce and another relationship to talk about man. Yeah. Up. 
<laughs> you know, um, and we both had our, our issues and we both had our mistakes, but um, I can genuinely look back and like, wow, there was some, a lot of areas I wasn't great at. Right. Um, and I can only speak for myself, like whatever yeah. flaws my wife had at that time, whatever, that's, that's on her. But right. I can at least look at myself and like um, work on that. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so you came to the realization that you wanted to be better, and I'm by no means good at <laughs> at being a good man, and I and I really um, I put that on my wife. She knows that, mm-hmm. and that she made me a better person. Period. Right. But I had to decide if I wanted to make those changes, yeah. and I did. And there's things that you do as your friend, right? That I. I admire like big time. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just take, for example, you have a rule that right. Monday through Friday, you know, you, right. you and time. your family know like, okay, I got to work. Right. And sometimes I'll have to work late and blah, blah, blah. Right. The weekend is for your family. Yeah. Like we can't even, I can't even say, Hey Lee, um, <laughs> Dan, I call you Lee. Uh, hey dude. Steve. Uh, this is going on this weekend, man. You should come out. And you'll be very clear, like, nope. <laughs> it's family time. Right. I'll ask them if they want to go. Yeah. If they want to go, then we'll go. But right. I'm not pushing it. Yeah. So, right. like, I respect that. And right. so. Well, that, you ain't got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that, that actually, I, I don't know if I've ever really told you that. Like, man, uh-uh. that really stands out. Like, man, that's a man putting his family first and. That's just one thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a lot of stuff that we could be doing as men and women, you know, putting our husbands first, husbands putting your wife first. Right. Men, we can, you know, men and women, we can be moody around the house. But mm-hmm. if we're just conscious. Right. And um, always looking for ways to be better and to serve our significant other, mm-hmm. that alone in itself will make us better people. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, boom. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to add to that. But, like, guys, here's here's the one thing that I do want to say, although I've said many things. (laughs) You already know this. Like, this podcast shouldn't have encouraged you to be better. Like, you already know deep down inside Mm -hmm. some of the things that you're falling short on. Right. That you know what these guys are right these guys are right like i i made excuses i blamed on someone else or i just went numb to it ignored it but deep down inside we all know where we're falling short right so just man up don't apologize don't worry about saying this and that or confessing to someone else and all this just change it just change it if you want to apologize later apologize later but to stop right that's it that it's that easy and and yeah and look for look for ways to be immediately start making changes right you know if you're single it could be as simple as like you know what i'm gonna devote a few hours a week and go volunteer over here right if you're married yep. it'd be like all right you know what i'm gonna devote time to my wife or my husband or well we're talking to men right, right now right. so I'm, I'm gonna carve out more time yeah with my wife right and do this or that with it. Little, it could be little stuff. That, Just that stuff stands out. Like, uh, like I'm preaching to myself right now. Okay. I stop open the doors to for my wife. 
you you stopped opening them? Yeah, like the car doors. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you know, like I make the excuse of <laughs> I'm carrying the baby, I'm putting the baby uh-huh. in, I'm putting the bags, and you know, you yeah. just but like really, right? Like if I ever have the opportunity, there's the opportunity. Yeah. I'm making a mental note, like uh, oh, open the car. I mean, yeah. you did it. In the mating season, I mean, in the and you'll get in the courting season. Oh snap! I used yeah. the wrong word. <laughs> no, you'll get in the habit of that. There was a point where I, I don't know when it started for me, but when I was married, mm-hmm. I had gotten in the habit of doing that. Right. And maybe I saw it somewhere. Maybe yeah. it was, I don't know. Well, I did it in the beginning. Yeah. Then the kids came, and then just like yeah, open your own you know, damn door. I'm busy right now. Yeah. Or no, I'm, you're always the last one into the Ford Flex. I'm busy. I'm grabbing a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loading the ice chest. Y'all get in the damn car, kids. <laughs> no, I'll, let's close with this because yeah. I have a good example. Okay. So in when I was in college in the early 90s, I used to work at AutoZone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? Uh, uh, wait, what's the Part, AutoZone? No, that's uh, O'Reilly. Uh, uh, get into something better zone, AutoZone or something like that. I don't know. We just ruined <laughs> Anyways, anyways, anyways. So this always stood out to me. So I worked at an auto zone over like in the Fulton area. Yeah. So it was just a bunch of Mexican guys that worked there. Mm. But there was this one manager, real clean. You know, he always was just real clean. Right. You know, had the uniform and everything. Yeah. And he referred to all of us, young, old, as sir. He's like, mm. how you doing, sir? Right. He got all of us uh, accustomed it. to referring to everybody as sir. Mm. Customers would come, how you doing, sir? How can I help you, sir? Right. Just something little like that, like has stayed with me till now in my mid 40s Hmm. and and i'll i'd say yes sir no sir yes ma'am my he wasn't even my dad and he taught me that yeah so we have a lot to teach to other people like we're an influence whether we like it or not right to little kids younger yeah even, even older right there's older people in our lives that we can be do the family man thing to and shake them and be like hey well what, are you, what the hell are you doing yeah 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 so age should not be a, a factor here in, uh-huh. in, in encouraging other exactly. men to be better men. Right. So. Yeah. Boom. I mean, I can add to it, but that's a good ending. That's a good ending. That's right just a good ending. We'll just leave it alone. Right. Uh, guys, we uh, want to thank you for thank you. being patient. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. This is a something new show. It's Comet Steve. Hector Garcia. At Hector Garcia HTX <laughs> on all the social media platforms except LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. This is Man Up episode two. I feel like we should do one more episode we and should. we concentrate on relationships. Right. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, episode three, men, if you're listening, no. this is going to be your marriage counseling episode. <laughs> <laughs> we might throw a little religion in there yeah. and Maybe Steve, not. Steve's looking at me like did uh, I sign up for this shit this is, <laughs> I mean I've I'm all for man enough, but this is too much. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe, maybe or not, we'll have a special guest. I don't know. Yeah. All right, guys. No, I don't know. All right. So follow us. uh, This is something new. Something new. Podcast edition. Look for us on Spotify. We're on on Apple Podcasts. We're on all of the places. Right. So if you're listening. And if you want to watch our beautiful faces, we actually do a Facebook live show. Oh, yeah, we do. I forgot about that. It's called the Something New. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's every Wednesday, ish, at seven ish, <laughs> and sometimes in the morning. 
Sometimes. Like if you're listening to this <laughs> on Wednesday, July 25th, we will actually be in, on in the morning. Lunch hour. Lunch hour. Uh, the lunch hour something edition. New. Something new at lunch. Right. All right. So just, so, you just so you know, guys, the Something New Show is actually based and title off of our marketing branding agency, which is New Creative. You can uh, find us at newcreative.com on any social media platform as well. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. See you all next time.